Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to another episode from Stats of the Day. Today is a special episode. Uh, there is no match day, of course. There are There is an international break. Um... National teams are playing this weekend and the rest of the week to come. Uh, we thought we were going to do a review of the first four game weeks of the season. Try to gather things together. We've been analyzing match day by match day. Uh, somehow they are isolated data, but now we are going to gather them all together and see consistent players who stood out from the first four game weeks and whether... They are still good options to have uh, if you have one of those options. Today is going to be a shorter uh, stream than usual. Understandably, we might get less viewers, busy with other things, family, vacation and all of that. Um, so we have um, a relaxing agenda. So get your tea or your coffee and let's have a look. And... I want to first give a minute uh, for the viewers to come in. So welcome everyone. Um, Koldozi, welcome. How are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, we had a we have a poll as well. Um, just trying to um, make it a bit more dynamic. Uh, so the poll for this day, which goalkeeper has the most saves over the last four game weeks? So we have four options. Neto, Leno, Turner, uh, or Pickford, and I just picked this. Um, I picked Pickford because I want to cheer up for the owners who have had high expectations from him. I put in the brackets that it's not him. So you literally have three options to have. It's actually close between the the three goalkeepers. Uh, there is another fourth goalkeeper who are really really close to who is really close to them. Um, but obviously he's not the highest so let's have a look um, very well thank you yeah I'm doing very well as well uh, one more week before my vacation starts uh, it's a late summer vacation so uh, I look forward to that uh, after this episode I'll be back in game week 7 um, that's where we will discuss the match and the show will be back as well all right, so let's um, let's just slowly start with my team. So this is the team that I'm uh, heading uh, to game week five. Um, basically, I haven't even checked exactly what is my rank. I think it was 1.1 million, 1.2 million. So uh, I don't think it's too bad. I had three consecutive green arrows. So basically started at 2.4 million game week one and it's been it's been um, upward and improvement over the game weeks. Uh, am I happy with this team? Yes, and I think there are a couple of issues that I want to address, especially Champions League will start with the top teams um, and Europa League and all of that. So there are players where I think I have too many 
rotation risk players now that I want to address and and definitely Jota, Foden, Akanji are the three that I look at, uh, look at and think maybe I should start de-risking one of those three to someone who can play 90 minutes. Uh, we've seen with Jota, he's capable of coming off, off the bench and scoring. I just don't know how sustainable is that. He, he has got a hole uh, in game week two and that wasn't enough for him to start. And I think now the front three speak for themselves in Liverpool. Uh, Salah, uh, Diaz and, and Darwin. So Jota will, will unfortunately be, I think, will continue to start from the bench. Uh, Foden and Akanji. Akanji is the least risky, I would say, although now Stones might be back uh, very soon. I think he played, did he play today? Uh, I'm not sure if, uh, didn't watch the England game. Um, let me take a quick look. So, no, he didn't play today. Did he make the bench? Because I'm not entirely sure about, uh, I know John Stones will be back after the international break but is he fit now i don't think he is so he wasn't even on the bench for england today but i think in the midterm once he's back i think he will be a starter and he will take up one of those positions and i think diaz is is just as good as ever now and he's kind of a leader in the back line so you only think of uh, a kanji um Ake, Guardiol, and Walker somehow to share minutes uh, somehow maybe Stones is a right back but when Walker plays Stones is a central uh, midfielder uh, Akanji as a center back he could play on the right on the left but more so to the right so Akanji is, is still fine uh, I just think that the next six game which for Man City they could they could keep five or six clean sheets basically so I, I want to make sure that I get as many as possible it would be a dream to get all the clean sheets that they will get uh, but I'm sure that I will miss the ones uh, where they do and I will have my players start where they don't so that's a typical FPL um, as of Jota yes I think I've, I've mentioned from game week 2 uh, it looks like that Diaz is more nailed and I agree with Lars I own Diaz and I'm hesitating on, on on keeping him. No, I don't agree with the <laughs> I thought you are not hesitated. I think Diaz is, is, is really good. I think he is. Maybe with the Champions League we will see some change. But overall, um, I would definitely have Diaz over Jota. That's, that's for sure. Whether I have Diaz uh, or any Liverpool midfielder, that's a different story. It depends on what you think of the fixtures and the other players. But I have, if I have to choose one of the Diaz or, or Jota, definitely draw Diaz. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's the only two or three issues. I think the rest are fine. Jackson is is testing my blood pressure, but <laughs> um, it, it it might look stupid if I ship him out and he scores against Bournemouth. Uh, form says sell for sure. I I mean he's he's missing setters. Like what can you ask more from from Jackson? Um, but the fixtures are there and. He just got to keep him. I think he he is kind of never buy, never sell. I have no idea. Uh, so I will keep him for at least one more game. Um, but I can't. If I have two City players, I would definitely go for Alvarez. Long time ago. Uh, but I ha I am maxed out on, on City players. So I cannot go for, for Foden, uh, for uh, Alvarez while having Foden. 
uh, but there is another striker I'm gonna mention he's in the table uh, might be of uh, a good use in game week 7 uh, where we have a double game week the first double game week of the season so We'll keep an eye on that. Archer is starting for Sheffield United and he hold sadly I missed his hole like probably everyone else. But that's okay. Um okay, moving on. Let's start with uh goalkeeper, but before that, let me see how are you doing guys with th 33 votes um on the goalkeeper situation. Okay, there is a majority on Leno. Did you study this guys? Or it was too easy of a choices? I thought it might be tricky because Turner has done a very good job uh, during the first four game weeks. I think m half of the saves came from one match, but overall he was he was fine. Okay, so let's reveal let's reveal the answer by looking at the next table, which is the goalkeeper table. So you can see that Leno is the highest with a number of saves with twenty two. Uh, next comes uh, Fodderingham of Sheffield United with 20 and then Neto with 19 and then uh, a group of goalkeepers with 16. You have Vicario, you have Turner, you have Ariola, and you have Pickford uh, at 12 and Onana at 15. So well done to you guys. 80% of you voted for Leno. That's, um, that, looks, that looked easy, um, but that's good. Um, so yeah, basically Leno had the most um, saves uh, in the first four game weeks, but if you look at the big chances conceded, it doesn't look great. Um, you'd, you'd like to have a mix between less big chances conceded and higher number of saves, because that means the shots that he concedes are more savable or had lower HG, so that the chance of saving and maybe keeping clean sheet is high, but if you concede a lot of big chances, and at the same time, you are getting a lot of saves. It kind of, if every TM you, you make three for seven, but you concede two, then uh, overall you're not getting many points anyway. So um, it's still something uh, if you have Leno, and I, I know a few drafts, not many, but I know a few who started the season with Leno. So I'm not sure what's the, uh, what's the table in terms of points, um, how many points Leno has has got uh let's let's have a look at that so if you go to uh, the list so basically vicario is top of the role keepers and leno is third with 19 points so actually it's not too bad it's not too bad at all um so yeah um you have leno next with um after foreignam uh, leno and then neto neto of bournemouth um the, the, the problem with Bournemouth, they don't keep clean sheets, so uh, it's still, uh, as much as Neto is trying to get save points, after all, they don't get a clean sheet, so um, if you look at Neto, he is in the ranking, he's down in the list, I can't even see him yet. Um, he has 15 points, uh, to be fair, it's not, it's very tight with goalkeepers, he has more points than Onana, so uh, as someone who has Onana, that must be very disappointing. Uh, Vicario, with 16 saves, uh, notice the XG prevented as well, uh, not only they are making a lot of saves, but also the XG prevented is, is really good for Fotheringham, he has a 3.1+, plus, which means he prevented at least 3 more goals to concede. And he is by a margin higher than Leno and Neto, who are about two goals plus. 
Vicario at 1.7, Turner at 1.7, Ariola at 1.6 uh, with 16 saves as well. So basically these are the six uh, top goalkeepers from game week four, uh, from the first four game weeks until game week four. So if you own one of them, you are looking really good in terms of points, in terms of form. Um, but now if you if we go lower in the in the table, Pickford uh, with an HG prevented of minus 0.7 with only 12 saves with eight goals conceded. Not great, not great, but it's not the worst. Uh, Unana with 15 saves, seven goals conceded with a minus HG prevented with HG, HG prevented of minus 0 0.9. Um, so he comes really low. I think if, if you put all goalkeepers together, Onana is about 15th or 16th in terms of goalkeeper form. So for FPL, that's that's what matters. Uh, I know Onana has a skill in passing and all of that. And he kind of started doing this. But still, the defense of Man United is still really uh, bad. Although they have had a tough game against, against Spurs. So uh, against Arsenal. So yeah, so... Um, if, if you are on a wild card you, and you had Onana before, I would definitely consider going to one of the, um, the goalkeepers that I mentioned. Uh, but if you are not on a wild card, I don't think he's a rush to sell unless you are really uh, in need of the cash and you look for uh, 0.5 or even 0.9 to save. Now Ariola is 4.1, Turner is 4.0. So you can really you can really save a lot with with uh, the move from from uh, Onana to one of the goalkeepers. Um, Onana is still. I have a feeling he will come good. He had played Arsenal and Tottenham in the first four games, so it's never going to be easy. Um, I think the game against Nottingham Forest is disappointing, and Wolves has done fine. So. Um, overall, yeah, not great, but it's not a disaster. Um, in terms of worst goalkeepers to have, uh, definitely Ramsdale and Johnston, um, with only five saves for the season. Expected goal conceded, uh, prevented is minus 1.6 for Johnston and minus 1.8 for Ramsdale, the worst in the goalkeeper's ranking, uh, unfortunately for Ramsdale. So I definitely think you need to. Uh, consider selling Ramsdale for some, for some other goalkeeper. Um, right, so let's move on from goalkeepers to defenders. Okay, so the list of defenders are um, <laughs> are really small. Um, try to squeeze in as many as I can. Um, but we noticed in the first four games the budget defenders have done just fine. And uh, not many defenders have returned attacking uh, returns apart from Stupinian and Chilwell in the first game week. Uh, but overall, it's been really about a clean sheet. It's not, it's not as many for assists and goals. And you can see from the list, names are not names you owned last season. And probably uh, now looking at defenders like Trent and Trippier, I've mentioned him here because they might be of interest in the next few game weeks and compare them to the other defenders that um, that already stood out like Cash. Even Varane had higher HEI than Trent uh, in the first four game weeks. So 
Here, here is the top of the defenders, uh, Matty Cash uh, at 4.6 million, 5 shots on target, HGI of 2.38, uh, which is extremely good. Grabbing next is Shilwell with 9 chances created, only 1 shot on target. Uh, they should be two. They should be one goal. I'm not gonna forget that Chelwell, uh, the ball that I have no idea what he did. It's it's good to to reflect on, uh, but I cannot reflect on Chelwell's uh, missed chance. Um, no, no, I can't. <laughs> uh, but total XGI of uh, 2.15, uh, second best defender in the first four games. So while I had a feeling that Chelwell is a flop or is not returning as it should be. Um, he's actually the second best defender in terms of his stats. Um, so with the fixtures to come for for Chelsea, it's kind of okay. Calm down, maybe give him more time, more game weeks. Uh, but the thing that I notice is with Chelwell is when Chelsea struggle, Chelwell tends to be one of those who gets subbed off early as a switch of a structure because he's probably treated more as an attacker than a defender and so when they need a, a, a new winger like Mudrik or, or someone else then it, it, can, it can come at the cross of a Chelwell uh, being subbed off so that's something I didn't like and I think it happened at least once maybe twice in the last four game weeks uh, so it's a bit of a situation so ideally you want a Chelsea to be ahead in the game scoring goals being in good position so you can make sure that Shelwell has more time and a chance to keep a clean sheet or, or, or attacking returns. Next is Stupinian, as expected, 12 chances created, 3 shots on target, a total XGI of 1.48. I think he is by far the best decisions the FPL managers have had done um, to start the season with. Um, he's up now in the price from 5.0 to 5.3. Um, but will that continue? That's the question. Um, I think he. It's not. I think it's not. Um, in a rush to. We're not in rush to sell him. But definitely the next few game weeks, I think there might be some good options elsewhere. But they have Man United away. Yes, I know Man United. He can assist against Man United, but I don't think he will keep a clean sheet. Bournemouth is good. Aston Villa away is kind of tricky. You expect goals from both sides. Liverpool and Man City. So effectively, from the next five game weeks, you would probably start the stupidity in two, maybe third. Against Bournemouth and Villa, maybe you start them against Man United. But I, I, ne I will, personally, I don't think I will ever consider uh, starting Stupinian against Liverpool and City. Which comes at a good time of game week 8 where probably managers will uh, will do the wild card. Um, because there is a uh, between game week 8 and 9, there is a two weeks gap. So maybe it's a good time to wild card. But if you are not on a wild card and you look to keep a stupinian, that's absolutely fine. I think he's good for not necessarily game week 5, but maybe 6 and 7. And then, and then, and then you consider going elsewhere. Um, you have also Varane, Henry, Romero, my boy. I have to include him. <laughs> I have to include him. But it's, it doesn't mean he's, he's, um, he's not too bad. I think the goal he scored, yes, he ha it had an HG of only 0 0.04. Um, but overall, Romero, compared to other defenders, is still fine uh, at 0 0.76. I, I missed Udugi in, in, in the list. I'm not sure where he, does he rank, but 
if I open the, I'll try to read this data again, uh, but I expect to have Uduri somewhere here, but he should be around the uh, H, around the defenders like Stupinian and Chelwa because he's done has done a great job and he he's done an assist as well. Uh, but Uduri is still fine. Romero is still fine, and now we come to players, a list of players like uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Trippier. So I think we've done a good job of not owning uh, both of them. Um, I was looking at Uduri. Yes, Uduri is just below Trippier. Wow. Okay, so it's not. It's not as high as I expected. Uh, Uduri uh, total XGI uh, of the last four game weeks is only 0.58. Um, I'm kind of a bit surprised with that. Um, but yeah, looking back, he had only four chances created in, in, in the last four game weeks. So um, yeah, uh, anyway, Trent and, and, and Trippier. I think Trippier is going to be a popular asset in the next game weeks when the features that uh, Newcastle have. So the question is, is he a good buyer? I know what Trippi is capable of, but he hasn't shown any of that in, uh, this season. Probably last season was different. Maybe he kind of overperformed. You never know still. But to be fair to, 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 to Trippi, he played Brighton, Liverpool, Man City, and arguably Villa. But Villa was a good game, but yet he didn't do much. So, three tough games. So, I feel it's a bit harsh to judge Trippier based on three difficult opponents. Uh, but the next next set of game weeks will be Brentford home, Sheffield away, Sheffield United away, Burnley at home, West Ham away, Crystal Palace at home. It's really, really good run. And I still have my doubts whether, whether Trippier is, is good value for money. At 6.5 is kind of a steep price, but because he's done that good last season, maybe he's going to be a differential still when you go for him. So if you are looking for a, a mover from Stupinian to, to Trippier, yes, there is a 1.4 effectively uh, gap because you're going to sell Stupinian at 5.1 if you have him from the start of the season. But maybe this 1.4 will give you a great advantage. Um, um, over managers who are still putting fires elsewhere in the midfield and the attack, but you are taking advantage of a trip here uh, before this set of game weeks. He has created 10 chances, uh, no shots on target, a total XGI, all of it coming from the assist of 0.59. So even against DC3, um, he could deliver these numbers, which isn't bad. Um, so, I actually started to convince myself that it might be a good option while talking to you guys because I, until this stream, I was not entirely sure about is Trippier, um, is, is, it, is it a good time to jump on, on Trippier's train? Uh, it could well be uh, a great one, a great option to have. Um, Yamir, uh, thank you very much. It's a stream. Yeah, thank you. Uh, glad that you enjoyed this one. And we are having 70 viewers here it's, it's a great uh given the international break and no matches at least for premier league so thank you everyone for your time to join the stream okay so let's take a look at the midfielders and the midfielders these are two big 
that I decided to do two slides because the names are the popular names are many and it kind of uh, fair for you guys to know where each player stands compared to uh, the other ones. So of course, um, Buemo is really really on a different league. Uh, nine goal attempts, six shots on target, five chances created, uh, playing both ways as an attacker and creator. Total AGI of five, uh, almost five goals. Um, I think he is the biggest mistake that I've done. I started with season, the season without him. Um, so if you start with him, congrats, congratulations. It's um, yeah, he delivered big, and I've uh, I have a feeling this will not stop. Um, Yes, it's kind of a bit of a performance, but Buemo is out of position. He is the main man now, so with Wissa, but even Buemo is more. He has the penalties. Of course, this XGI for him includes the, the penalty, um, the penalties that he's got this season. So uh, it's a sell, it's a sell at rate. I mean, six point eight for this, for these stats and for these numbers, it's it's kind of okay. It's kind of okay. Um, of course, he's a midfielder, but he doesn't have a big chances created or high um, total chances created because he's out of position as a striker. So the requirement for him to create the chances is less now. It's more about scoring goals. Um, if you look at Fernandes, Bruno Fernandes at 8.4, four big chances created, 14 in total, 13 goal attempts, and total XGI of 3.96. I think this, I think the owners are kind of unlucky or he underperformed a little bit compared to these numbers um, Saka um, doing just fine as you would like to see um, finally back on the penalties we kind of scared a bit Odegaard took that one but it probably it's a one time off so thank you very much Saka for taking the next one um, at 8.7 two big chances created from the 14 12 goal attempts, 5 shots on target, and total HGI of 3.884. In contrast, we will see in the next slide, Odegaard and Martinelli are way less. In, 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 like, there's a big margin between the three. So the three of them started at 8.5. And I think the best decision is to definitely start with Saka if you've had... Uh, a second Arsenal midfielder, that's that's fine then. But if you prioritize or if you punted on, on one of the other midfielders over Saka, then uh, you are behind in terms of points. Madison um, started really strong with Tottenham, 7.8 million, uh, 0.3 increase already in his price. Uh, 10 total chances created, two of them are big. Uh, 13 goal attempts, 9 on target. He is putting out a striker level of, of, of his stats. And he's he's acting as a number 10. Uh, but he's mixing up this with uh, more shots, more being involved in goals. And that's, that's the definition of a perfect midfielder in FPL. I think Madison represents that very, very well. Um, even look at the XA and the XG. They are really really similar to each other, almost identical, 1.8 XA, 1.6 XG. So a total of 3.42 total HGI uh, for Madison. Then Salah, Bowen, um, Matoma, and Rashford uh, with, uh, bit, with an HGI of those four between 3 and 2.5. Salah first, 
uh, with seven shots on target, uh, seven chances created, four of them are paid. Bowen has 13 roll attempts, uh, XGI of 2.77, uh, and then very close by Mitoma and slightly lower uh, Rashford with 2.5 XGI. Now, let's compare Fernand and Rashford. You will see there is uh, an outperformance from, well, better stats from uh, Fernand over Rashford in terms of total HGI, but similar similar numbers when it comes to goal attempts. Of course, Fernand is creating more. Um, but if you compare the Arsenal midfielders, you will see that Saka, as we mentioned, really third uh, on the list amongst the midfielders. But here in this slide is continuation of the list, of course. You will see Odegaard with only 1.74 HGI and Martinelli really low in the list that I had to look up for him and, and add him to the, to the list of midfielders with only 1.22 HGI, um, which is concerning. I haven't watched much of Arsenal this season. I watched a couple of games, but it seems like from the numbers that Martinelli and Odegaard are kind of less involved in front of the goal more so uh, or more towards a creation because Martinelli here um, uh, Odegaard uh, sorry is having only two chances created over the last four game weeks and Martinelli is only four so it's the opposite it's they are they are less involved in in the creation but for some reason their quality of chances are, are not high enough especially Martinelli with nine goal attempts three shots on target uh, with total HG of 0.68 so um, it's a slight concern for the owners between Odegaard and Martinelli if you compare it to Saka um, but if you are owner of Son uh, especially the last game week of this uh, of before the international break I think these numbers are are skewed by by the last game week uh, total chances created of nine two of them are big a total HGI of 2.17 but it's a great opportunity that Sun is now back on the menu uh, as a very differential option at 9 million. And next game week, City play West Ham away, which you could by default still Captain Haaland. But Sheffield United at home, it could be a great opportunity to Captain Madison or, or Sun. Um, as a differential captain, uh, obviously, even if it's West Ham, it could still backfire because that's Haaland. But I just represent here a great opportunity for for Son or Madison to be to be great captain options against against Sheffield United um, before two tricky games against Arsenal and Liverpool, and then a great run of games with with Luton, Town, Fulham, Crystal Palace, and 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 Chelsea and Wolves afterwards. So. If you have Madison, you might consider him as at least a vice captain, maybe a captain. We will, I think, I think next later next week we will uh, find out more about the international break and players and injuries and form and all of that. But it could be, it could be something. Uh, Izzy is someone who I own the first three game weeks and. Um, uh, I absolutely did nothing and when I sold him last game which he scored um, <laughs> 13 chances created 19 goal attempts 5 shots on target I think the team did not help converting his chances and at some point he was unlucky with his goal attempts and not scoring 
and at least one penalty claim that wasn't um, wasn't uh, counted for for him. Uh, he could have won the penalty if he's not the pen taker. But I think he's the pen taker as well, penalty taker. So he could have scored from a penalty spot as well. So at least one or two more goals uh, Izzy should have had uh, the previous four game weeks. But um, if you held him all this time, then <laughs> well done, well done to that. Uh, one of the names that we wanted uh, to chat about as well is Foden and Diaby because they are names that we wanted, uh, we plan to start the season with, and some already did with Diaby. Um, total HGI of 1.33 for Diaby and 1.43 for Foden. So there is not much between both of them. And actually, Foden is kind of. He had that chance, uh, that assist uh, for at his goal against Fulham. And he did absolutely nothing for the rest of the game. This was the only chance or uh, the, the only XGI that he's done. And it was like 0.04. So, yeah, uh, it's a worry if, if you have Foden with the Champions League coming, uh, coming up. And um, it seems like... Uh, Pep is ready to start Duko uh, more often. Grealish got uh, uh, stayed on the bench for the last game, but maybe he would be back. Then Duko would be on the right. It's uh, it's a bit of a, a risk. Uh, I think I'd like to see Foden starts one more game and then I'll uh, consider going elsewhere. Um, but yeah, I, if if he doesn't hold the next game week, then it would be a tough decision for me to keep him with all the rotation around him. Uh, especially that he's not, I think he's done a great, one great game uh, where he got the assist and nine pointer. Um, but apart from that, it's been, it's been um, not so, not so great for, for, for Foden. Um, okay, Diaz with a total AGI of 1.69. I think he's fine. That's, that's, uh, that's okay. It's not too bad. And Diaby, uh, we mentioned him already, seven chances created, nine goal attempts, and total XGI of 1.33. Um, Alright, so last uh, but not least, we will talk forwards. Um, so, Haaland, uh, total XGI of 4.81, and I'm actually a bit surprised that he is not the highest in the game. Uh, he's the second highest after Mbwemo. Um, kind of surprised me a bit, but um, credit to Mbuemo, I think he's done very, very good job in the first four game weeks. Uh, 20 goal attempts, far more than any other uh, forward. 10 shots on target, more than, than any other forward. Uh, he even missed three chances, not not the highest. He's, he's uh, second highest, so third highest after Watkins and Jackson, but um, that doesn't matter as long as he's scoring goals. So, <laughs> um, a total HGI mostly coming in from the expected goals, and he is by far amongst the forwards, by far the highest with 4.8. Jackson comes next, and the numbers are funny like 15 goal attempts, only 5 on target, that's an accuracy of 33%. 33.3333, you know that, uh, percent for Jackson. Um, 6 chances missed. That's huge, more than any other uh, striker in the game. Um, total HGI of 3.39, second in the game, um, or third in the game. After Mbuemo, Haaland, then it's Jackson. 
So in terms of AGI, it's it's yeah, Jackson number three, um, and the 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 FPL results are one one I think seven and then one. So he's got more yellow cards three than goals this season with one. So it's it's disappointing. It's the the variance between the stats and the reality of of. Um, of Jackson is is still is still difficult to uh, to grasp for the managers, but the whole hope is that he um, uh, the things come back to the mean and these numbers are finally converted into goals for Jackson owners. Um, Edward and Ferguson are next. Um, Nineteen goal attempts for Edward. Surprisingly, I never seen anyone talking about him. Um, he's doing just brilliant. Uh, third amongst the forwards with 2.5 HGI, 19 goal attempts, 8 shots on target. He's not that exciting pick because uh, probably he plays for Palace, the price bracket, the structure on, on, on the community is like Alvarez and Haaland, Alvarez, Jackson and Haaland, or either of these three. Joao Pedro to start with in game week one. So no one has actually paid attention to Edward. Um, which is a bit of chance missed if 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 you don't if you were thinking of of him, uh, Ferguson. His hat trick in the last game um, was something important for him. I'm not sure what's the situation with with his injury, but if he comes back fit very quickly, I think he is the closest to being nailed uh, along with um, the likes of Mitoma and Marsh and. But I still think that, that that front line with the many attackers that they have, they will still share minutes. But a hat-trick like this from Ferguson definitely gives him an edge, if he's fit, to start many, many more minutes. Uh, Vissa with a total HGI of 2.46. Alvarez, uh, 2.42. 14 roll attempts, or six shots on target. Uh, Ione, Ione. I knew how to pronounce the name. I feel like I forgot it. Awani. Yeah, I think Awani. Uh, total AGI of 2.01, 7 goal attempts, 3 shots on target. Notice that he had probably one of the lowest goal attempts. Yet he is really high up in, in, in the table. And that's simply because he's not spam shooting or he's not shooting from uh, on site. He's getting high quality chances and he is converting them and that explains why he has fewer attempts but still relatively high uh, expected goal involvement and uh, that's part of being clinical um, and I really like to have like to have him from the start of the season if he was at six million um, because I know him from 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 Bundesliga, I know how good he is, but I never had to chance the chance to um, to own him uh, this season. So yeah, it's it's um, it's it's good for Awani. Uh, I think he is. I think we will look elsewhere with the strikers. Uh, but we mentioned already in game week one that Awani uh, will be will be someone that you would like to have, and uh, he returned a couple of goals in in the start of the season. So. Uh, great stuff from him. Uh, Watkins afterwards, 8 million, 10 goal attempts, 3 only shots on target, and total HGI of 1.95. Uh, 
I'm not sure guys let me know if you had if you had um, if you had the chance to own Watkins uh, if you are in the stream already tell me how you feel about it I, I think there is a mixed feeling I think it's kind of an okay but there could be more uh, from from Watkins uh, over the last few game weeks and uh, tell me whether you are keeping him or not um, Matt Evans uh, I missed Archer he is the best uh, EVA I uh, haven't I uh, haven't missed Archer it's more that he is very very low in the in the listing that from the first game he scored I think we mentioned him the last game week um, in the stats he he scored and um, his shot was uh, hit the post basically and then uh, Pickford uh, on roll uh, afterwards so I remember it was about 0.3 total HGI for that game but that's all he's got right because he didn't play minutes before that so yeah that it's a, this one is cumulative and I, I agree that Archer is by far the best 4.5 and I have him in anticipation that he moves uh, to Sheffield United that was a rumor before the start of the season and it happened um, so yeah I think Archer would be are you going to start him? That's the problem. Um, he, my best case scenario is first stop in in relatively winnable matches or matches where Sheffield United can score goals. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that um, I will have Archer as a starter, but I'm more than happy to have him as an enabler. Uh, Lars, I let go of Watkins. Maybe I will pick him up again later. Um, maybe in wildcard 8 for Alvarez when Man City has worse matches so it seems like you switched Watkins to Alvarez and I think that's a profitable deal right um, Alvarez has been has been stronger in terms of points and returns and consistency um, I still have Watkins thinking Alvarez Paul is mentioning yeah it's it's like uh, Lars with the opposite thoughts he has Watkins and and he's looking to ship him <coughs> ship him out so interesting thoughts interesting thoughts someone I, uh, um, I want to mention very quickly before the end of the stream is Morris uh, because of the double game week of Luton Town um, have in game week 7 I really wanted to give a mention to Morris because Yes, maybe um, most of you will ignore that game week, um, will not have any of Burnley or, or Luton Town, but I just think there might be an opportunity for uh, for Morris. Um, it could be a great chance for him, um, or for you to, to have him. Um, he hasn't done bad. I mean, nine goal attempts, two shots on target. Um, it's not the best, right? But in double game which you get two matches he is the main striker uh, one of the two games is, is against Burnley so definitely some these kind of games when it's head-to-head -head with Burnley, Luton Town, Everton you would expect that there will be some goals between both sides so um, maybe this is the game where Morris scores and and uh, he gets you a 10 to 13 pointers uh, over two games which will be absolutely fine and 5.5 million is an enabler uh, for you to have someone else in, in midfield or a third striker so keep him keep an eye on him uh, i don't think you should go now and buy him ahead of game week five but i, I will definitely consider him maybe to replace jackson in game week seven 
Um, if Jackson continues to impress us with the missed chances, um, they have Bournemouth and Aston Villa in game week five and six. Game week seven is against Fulham away. It seems like wrong to sell him, especially that they have Burnley away in game week eight. But unless I switch to three strikers, it has to be Jackson to Morris, which sounds like what are you talking about? But it could be something. Uh, of course, I'm talking like almost three weeks ahead. So we will go back and talk about it ahead of game week seven when... Um, um, so yeah, it could be something. It could be something you would like to consider. Um, okay, guys. So that's it. I actually planned a 30-35 minutes stream, but we are now hitting 46 minutes. So I think that was uh, still a good content to, uh, to share with you. Um, and yeah, thank you everyone. We are reaching um, um, uh, 85 viewers. That's amazing. Thank you everyone for joining the stream here. And um, yeah, um, that's all for today. I will be back in a couple of weeks time uh, uh, with game week seven match day report. And uh, yeah, until then, good luck everyone. Enjoy the international break. Uh, Try not to tinker too much, uh, but if you do so, hopefully you make the right choices ahead of the next couple of game weeks. And then guys, I will be checking in with you all soon. And take care everyone and have a nice weekend ahead. Enjoy the sun if you are in a sunny location like here in Europe. Um, otherwise, I will see you later guys. Cheers. Bye bye.